Side Hustle Show 216, merch by Amazon, $53,000 in t-shirt profits in 10 hours a week. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where aspiring part-time entrepreneurs learn how to turn their side hustle dreams into reality. Because your nine to five may make you a living, but your five to nine makes you alive. And now your host, Nick Loper. What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where it's all about ideas, action, and results. I'm excited to introduce to you a new buy buttons opportunity under the Amazon e-commerce umbrella. It's called Merch by Amazon. It's a print-on-demand service for t-shirts today and perhaps other merchandise in the future. The problem is demand from sellers to join this program, which opened in the fall of 2015, far outstripped Amazon's estimates, their infrastructure and the capacity, leading to wait times of up to four months in some cases or even longer. You can request an invite today at merch.amazon.com to reserve your spot in line. For instance, I applied in November and was just accepted in late January, but your mileage may vary on that. For that reason, I was hesitant to air this episode because on the surface, the tips might not be immediately actionable, but I am excited about this side hustle. My wife and I have made our first sales already, and you should know that there are some things you can do while you're waiting, and there is even a workaround to get your designs on Amazon, which I'll tell you about a little bit later in this episode. To help me explore this business model, I invited Elaine Heaney on the program. She's an app entrepreneur. She's a former Amazon FBA seller, a business she actually sold, and last year she sold over $128,000 worth of t-shirts through the Merch by Amazon program, of which $53,000 was profit. You can follow along with Elaine's adventures and merch at merchentrepreneur.com. I know you've got some great t-shirt ideas in your head, so stay tuned to learn how you can get started with merch and begin turning those ideas into side hustle income. Notes, links, and a free PDF highlight reel from this chat with Elaine are at sidehustlenation.com slash Elaine. Let me take a moment to thank today's sponsor, Business Law Advocates, a new sponsor to the program. When it comes to legal questions about your business, don't just Google it. Get some real help. Real legal advice is more affordable than you might think for client contracts, for privacy policies and disclosures, for trademark questions, and more. Visit myblagroup.com slash contact and mention the Side Hustle Show to get $30 off your first month and put those stressful questions to rest. My top takeaways from the chat with Elaine after the interview. We begin this conversation on how Elaine finds design inspiration and how to come up with ideas for hot selling shirts. Ready? Let's do it. So what I kind of learned over the years is these three main topics of, or kind of types of t-shirt designs that, that seem to work for me. So the first one is evergreen. So things that people absolutely love, things that they're really passionate about. So also like their family, the jobs. So if they are Some of the big niches would be like teachers, nurses, doctors, whatever they kind of identify themselves as in terms of their job. Um, So family T-shirts for for dads, Father's Day went absolutely crazy last year. For mothers, kids, grandparents, they're really big. Other than that, things that people love that they're passionate about. So sports they might play, hobbies they might have, which just, you know, is kind of never ending. So that's the first, the evergreen. And these are topics that would be as popular today as they would be in a year's time because okay. people, you know, <laughs> jobs and families the whole time, obviously. Sure. The second would be trending topics. So topics that kind of blow up in the news or in the press. So last year with the election, there was a ton of political t-shirts that went crazy. One of my biggest sellers actually was an anti-Trump t-shirt. There's a few of those that went really big back in spring of 2016. Uh, okay. And then the nasty woman t-shirts and they went crazy later on in the year. So definitely jumping on trends if you can find them, which does mean you need to kind of keep an eye on the news and what's going on. And if someone says like a catchphrase or 
you know, the deplorable thing or the nasty woman to kind of jump on that. Just want to jump in here real quick. If you don't follow U.S. politics, I don't blame you for that. You're probably going to have a longer lifespan. But the nasty woman thing Elaine is referring to and will refer to later in this episode as well comes from one of our presidential debates last year when future President Trump called his opponent Hillary Clinton a nasty woman. Predictably, this became something of a badge of honor and a rallying cry for Clinton supporters and apparently a pretty profitable T-shirt idea as well. Now back to Elaine. And then thirdly, seasonal seasonal designs work really well. Leap year was last February, so it was just before I got started, but some merch sellers did really well with leap year t-shirts. Also, Easter, Father's Day was huge last year, and then Halloween and Christmas were two other big ones. Interesting. Just like, this is my Father's Day shirt, or does it have to be something more elaborate than that? I was doing kind of combinations. I was doing like best dog dad ever. So like they're dads, but they're into dogs. So if you could kind of combine two things, or I don't know, I'm a dad and I love gardening or something okay so something that kind of identifies them like it has the dad thing in it but then also is a bit more specific so someone looking at it will go oh my god that's perfect for my dad he'd really like it so okay so i'm on amazon i'm looking at anti-trump shirt or i google or i amazon searched anti-trump shirt and so there are a whole bunch of one there's one that says love trump's hate there's one that says make america think again and these are priced like 12 to $15. That seems really inexpensive. Are these merch? In terms of pricing for merch, so Amazon recommend that you price your t-shirts at $19.99. That's kind of the default when you're loading up your design. And if you sell at that price, you make just over $7 in profits per t-shirt. And that is the price that seems to work quite well, actually. Okay, $19.99. Okay, I found one at $19.99. It, says, it just says resist. <laughs> resist, period. Oh, God. Okay. okay. <laughs> or actually, another way you could you could do it, if you go to the website, merchresearch.com, and then type in anti-Trump, and then all of the results you see will be merch t-shirts. That could be an easier way. Oh, okay. Okay, merch research. So one of the reasons to search for this is to kind of figure out, okay, what's already selling? So trending topics, like if I'm you know following, and this is easy to find, just go to Twitter and look at the, you know, hashtag, you know, what is it, what's trending right now? You can see what's the topic of conversation, but then you can kind of see or cross-reference that with, well, what t-shirts or what kind of categories might be hot. So merchresearch.com, let me bring that up as well. You know, what's, what's seasonal coming up? Like we've got uh, Valentine's Day coming up. We've got oh. you know, St. Patrick's Day coming up. Yeah. Valentine's Day, because I missed that last year starting the end of February, but yeah, I've already got Valentine's designs up. So fingers crossed. I haven't sold any yet, I don't think, but soon, hopefully. Okay. So what's to prevent people from coming on and saying, well, this is a design that appears to be selling well, although do you get, okay, so this is giving a sales rank, this resist shirt of 9,000 in clothing. Is that good? (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's really good. Anything with a BS or under like 100,000 is probably selling maybe one t-shirt a day or maybe like two every other day or something. So anything under 1,000, you're seeing kind of, you know, a couple of sales a week. And then like 9,000 is... That's going to be like multiple sales every day. Maybe I'm not too sure. now. Maybe somewhere between 8 and 15 or more maybe. Wow. Okay. Which is a lot. Yeah. And I should point out, this is like a very simple shirt. It's just black and it has simple font. It just is all text. It says resist in a period. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time 
and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet. Your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you, whether it's a spare room or even your entire home. There's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com host. Once again, that's airbnb.com host. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over three and a half million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you pick the different colors that this was always like my heart i had a hard time with teespring it was like you know what color does this look good on you know i'm trying to upload designs and it's like a transparent font and so you can't preview it like on a white shirt and it just i had a hard time with it no it's pretty easy actually with march so when you're uploading your t-shirts there like if anyone's done fba trying to do anything in seller central is is just a nightmare like it's just it's really complicated but merch is i guess because it's so new it's really simple there's literally a click to upload button. So you click it, you upload your design. The next screen is pick your pricing and your colors. So the colors, they actually arrange in order of the colors that are the most popular. So the first color is black. The second color is navy. The third color is gray. And then you have a couple of more dark colors. So what I do is my designs all have transparent backgrounds, but I always design on a black background which I kind of delete after I've done the design. Okay. But just to make sure they always work good on a, a black background. And then for selling, I just choose three, four, five dark colors. Okay. And you can just check a box and say, I want these to all be available options for this design. Yes, exactly. Okay. Are you doing all the designs yourself? You told me you weren't a designer. No, no, I'm not. But I have actually, I've done some. Like it's crazy in terms of what designs sell really well on merch. It's different to some of the other t-shirt platforms that are out there in terms of you don't have to be the best designer in the world. Like there was a while, I think it was, was it late last year when the nasty woman thing happened? There was a, we were actually watching, there was a shirt that literally, it was a black t-shirt. It had two words written on it, nasty woman, like you would type in a word doc, really just simple font, nasty woman. And that shirt, I think got to number one overall in clothing. 
Wow. So like, <laughs> like anyone can type the words nasty woman in white, like that was it. So no, which is really good because like I just, if I had to make pretty t-shirts, I'd be in trouble, <laughs> be in trouble. But yeah, I, my designs, I make a couple of different ways. So for more complex designs, I did find a few designers on Upwork. So if I want to get like nice, pretty designs done, um, complex designs, I'll send them over some work and get them to do it. Um, if I want to just throw up something really quickly, I use Photoshop just because I'd used it in the past. I'm not particularly good in it, but I kind of can open up files and put in fonts and change colors and save. And there's also some apps on your phone that you can use. So Over is a good one too. Is it just the app is called Over? Yeah, there's an app called Over and there's another one called Word Swag. So you can literally make designs on your iPhone when you're out and about or, you know, waiting for somebody in the car or waiting in an office or something. It's uh, It's kind of crazy. Okay, and these are all going to be primarily text-based designs. Yeah, the ones you make on the apps are normally text-based designs. What I do sometimes if I want to say I'm making a dog design and I have, I have a funny little phrase and I put it into one of the apps and make this text-based design, what I can do is then send it to myself or upload it to my computer and then add a little dog paw print or something onto it. And then have that be the finished design. So it, it depends. I mean, a lot of my designs are just text and they, they sell just as well as the more complex ones. Okay. Yeah. I like, I mean, I've done most of my design in, in PowerPoint, which is probably an embarrassing thing to say, but even like the t-shirts <laughs> that I did on Teespring over Thanksgiving was all done in PowerPoint, just, you know, different, import different fonts and, you know, set it on a black background, see what it looks like, all that stuff. So, I mean, is there a specific format you've got to upload this in how many dimensions did they, <laughs> they want like is there you know different requirements so it's not grainy yeah no sure first of all i mean in terms of what what program to use like there is no one best program to, to use for merch it's it's like the best program to use is the one that you're used to using and that you're happy with using so if it's powerpoint or if it's PicMonkey or canva or whatever it is whatever you normally use just go for it amazon actually do give you a template once you get approved you can download this template which is a big very kind of complicated PSD file for Photoshop. So I've actually got, um, I made a much easier version of it, which I can uh, sort out for your listeners as well, if they'd, if they'd like kind of the easier version of the file they need. Absolutely. No, you can, you can find that at merchentrepreneur.com. Yeah, sure. But in terms of specs, so the size of the file has to be 4,500 pixels wide, 5,400 pixels tall. It's got to be 300 DPI and it has to have a transparent background. Okay. Well, we can Google how to set up a 300 DPI image settings and all that stuff. But thank you for sharing that. That's a big file. Now, going back to this nasty woman example, I imagine hundreds of sellers probably uploaded the same or similar designs that day or right after the debate. Would you do anything on the marketing front to drive traffic? Like, I'm curious what separates the ones that like really take off versus the ones that nobody's clicking on? Yeah, it's quite hard to know. I think one thing in terms of trending topics is speed to market. Like if you're the first one, two or three people that have uploaded a design, I think that probably stands to you okay. once your design isn't horrific or anything like that. I think if you could kind of kick it off then by maybe going to Twitter and sharing the link on Twitter, if people are talking about it, just to get that first sale, I think possibly if you get the first sale on that kind of t-shirt, that then will kind of give a boost to that. If someone comes to Amazon and they type in nasty woman, I presume Amazon would probably show them the one that's already got a sale versus the other two that no one has seen yet. 
Okay, no, okay, that's genius. Yeah. So, yeah, while while the topic is still trending, speed to Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, do they approve it right away? Like, if you already have your seller account, they at the minute when you upload a T-shirt, it doesn't get it approved right away. It goes into their kind of review process. We're not. They haven't really explained how it works, but normally what seems to happen is somewhere between like five minutes and an hour, it'll get pushed through. Or if it somehow gets caught by whatever analytic thing they use to look at these things, they might hold it. And then I think possibly like a real person will go and look at it. And that takes maybe a couple of hours. So it kind of depends. Okay. And then some some days it's faster. This whole thing goes really quick. And you're like, oh, my God, there's just everything's going through really fast. And then some days it can take a lot longer. So. Yeah, that's really that's really fast, actually. So no, that's fine. As long as you don't trigger that manual review. Imagine if you upload something that says just do it with a Nike swoosh. Like that's going to get caught by some <laughs> like algorithmic filter. So I'm like, hey, that's copyright. We can't put that. Yeah, and I one big change with Amazon is at the beginning they I don't think they realized how popular this program was going to be, so they didn't actually have a review, and you could kind of just upload anything, which wasn't really that good because obviously people were upload uploading like disney stuff and things yeah. that they really sh they shouldn't have been doing at all so amazon recently have done a big clear up on a lot of those accounts they've deleted accounts they've deleted t-shirts so right now if you are interested in doing merch by amazon once you get your account you've got to be really you've got to do your homework kind of before to make sure that what you're uploading that you have the rights to do it that it's not trademarked that it's not a brand name because if you upload a couple of t-shirts that you get dinged for because they've got Nike on it or Disney. Amazon do shut down accounts that they think are just not really playing by the rules. So you have to be careful. You can't just throw anything up. I want to jump in here and speak to this trending topic thing really quick because, uh, because it's powerful. Once my account was approved, my merch account, I took Elaine's advice and looked around for what was trending. And this was right after the presidential inauguration. And there was a trending topic that I noticed on Twitter and Facebook around alternative facts, which referenced a Trump spokesperson's interpretation of the media coverage of that inauguration. So my wife, Bryn, created a couple alternative facts t-shirts using the Word Swag app, which was, I think, $5. And those have been our best sellers so far, by far. They're definitely outselling my hustle-related designs. So next up, I asked Elaine, what's to prevent copycats from coming in and ripping off your design ideas? Yeah, there is an issue with copycats at the minute. This was something that kind of it was an issue, and as, as merch continued to grow, it became a bigger and bigger issue. You could find that if you did upload a, a T-shirt and suddenly you started getting a couple of sales, that you could check the next day and you could see maybe 10 exact copies of your T-shirt. Like yeah. Literally, they copied your, your T-shirt down, they'd stripped out the background, they'd uploaded the same image again. So that is an ongoing issue that merch do seem to be paying a lot more attention to. They've shut down a lot of accounts that were doing copycat accounts. I think there was some kind of weird thing going where they actually had a ton of approved accounts that then even if they got shut down, they could just start. So that was a big issue, but it is good that merch are now focusing on that. So there's a lot less of that going on now. But it, it's it's kind of like if you see, like there's, there's two schools of thought on what you should do. So if you have a good t-shirt and you see these copycats on it, you have two options. Number one, you just say, listen, is my time better spent trying to report these guys and write emails to Amazon? Or is my time better spent actually looking for a new trend and publishing a new T-shirt, which would be kind of my angle? Or then option number two is actually, this is bugging me. I'm losing sales. I want to go and report them. And you can do that. So it really depends on each person what way they want to kind of proceed. 
Okay, fair enough. Give me an idea of like how many different designs you have in your account at this point. Oh, God. Well, I had a lot more, but then they brought in the 60-day rules. So they were, if designs didn't sell in 60 days, the first 60 days, they were removing them. So I didn't know. I think I've uploaded like over 6,000, which is crazy. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Now, if something doesn't move in 60 days, are you allowed to try it again, make a tweak to the design and re-upload it? Or is it just like dead on Amazon forever? Amazon will remove it from the list. So it won't be for sale on Amazon anymore. But as of now, yeah, you're perfectly welcome to go and upload the same design again and have it exactly the same or tweak it a bit or do whatever you want with it. Oh, that's a little bit of an annoying hoop they make you jump through. But hey, you know, maybe it'll eventually sell. I guess it does. It's just pixels in a database for them or, you know, digits and ones and zeros. Like it doesn't take up any space. Yeah, like there are, I did have t-shirts that I uploaded near the beginning and you can easily have a t-shirt that you upload. Nothing happens to the t-shirt for three, four, five months and then you start getting sales on it. Don't don't even ask me how or why. So you do lose that capacity because now if you upload a t-shirt and 60 days later that t-shirt hasn't sold at all, then yeah, it gets deleted. Okay. During this two month waiting period, cross your fingers, it's, it's shorter for while you're waiting for your account to get approved. Anything else you could do like, hey, I want to, this sounds like a really cool business model. I really like the idea of designing shirts and trying to find buyers for those. Is there something people could do in the meantime to like practice their design skills, like see if there's any demand for my ideas or or what else is going on? Oh my God, yes. There's a ton of stuff you can do. So in the meantime, there's two other platforms that you should definitely check out because I think the experience you'll get there will be really good for merch. Plus, you can start actually earning money straight away without having to wait to get your invite. So those two platforms were Redbubble, which actually has free organic traffic. So you can make the designs that you're going to make for merch. But instead of waiting to upload them to merch, you can actually just straight away upload them to Redbubble. And then the second one is Teespring, which you've obviously been doing already, but teespring.com. And they actually made a big announcement there recently that they are going to start listing their designs on Amazon in, I think, February to, or yeah, February this year. So by putting designs up there, that means hopefully they will get onto Amazon. And not only will they be on T-shirts, they'll be on hoodies and whatever else that Teespring sells. Oh, okay. So Redbubble is a marketplace, kind of like Etsy in a way, or maybe uh, Zazzle would be a better comparison. It's like a print-on-demand marketplace that has its own traffic, unlike Teespring, where it's like you kind of are responsible for driving your own traffic, your own campaigns to these to these different designs. So Redbubble is one. Like, you ever tried Spreadshirt, I think was the one that I used, or Cafe Press, or any of those? Yeah, I did. I tried Spreadshirt. I think I made about $2 <laughs> and gave up. <laughs> Okay. No, I had a similar experience. I don't know. It just didn't convert. It was like hard to, I don't know. I had a hard time with their interface. Yeah, I tried. There's, I mean, there's a good few of them. If you Google them, you'll come up like with a long list. Another one I tried was Public, And I got a couple of sales on that. But for every sale, I, I always seem to end up getting like $2 profit. Hmm. So I think over a month, I made like $25. So it wasn't really worth the time to upload to it. So Interesting. But Redbubble is profitable for you? Yeah, no, definitely. Redbubble is totally worth it. Yep. Okay. And then Teespring is not, not on Amazon yet, but coming soon. Coming soon. And you'll have the added benefit because merch right now is just t-shirts. We're keeping our fingers crossed. They will expand to other products. But Teespring obviously has tons of products. So in February, you could get all your designs on Amazon in lots of products with Teespring. Gotcha. 
One of the toughest parts about starting and growing your business is figuring out how to build relationships. As you know, people are more likely to buy from and do business with people they know, like, and trust. But when it comes to networking, where do you start? And what if you're more introverted like me? What if you're more wallflower than social butterfly? Well, there's a recent episode of a great podcast called This is Small Business that walks you through how to figure this stuff out. The episode is called How Networking Can Help You Build and Grow Your Business and Inside You'll learn practical tips on how to build business relationships that don't feel so transactional. A couple parts I liked in particular were how to break into those uh, tight little circles at networking events where you're kind of standing around awkwardly on the outside, and then what you should say in a follow-up email to somebody that you meet there. This is Small Business answers a ton of these questions that all entrepreneurs have, like how to use social media to grow your business, how to find your ideal price point, how to know when you're ready to launch your product, and tons more. So give it a follow. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts. This edition of the Side Hustle Show is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. That means whether you're just starting out or your side hustle is already growing like crazy, Squarespace takes all things website related and makes them easy. I want to highlight a few Squarespace features for you. One I knew about and a couple I didn't. First off, where Squarespace really shines is this huge library of professional website templates. That means you're not starting from scratch because they've got designs for every category and use case that you can customize to fit your unique needs so your business stands out online. That was the thing I knew about. Second one was new to me, and that's their online store functionality. Whether you're selling physical or digital products or a service, Squarespace has got the tools you need to start selling online. And third is their email campaigns. They make it easy to collect email subscribers from your site and drive engagement and sales through Squarespace email campaigns, and you can track the results of every send with built-in analytics. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash side hustle to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash side hustle. The other workaround for getting your designs on Amazon right away is a little more complex, but potentially worthwhile if you've got some ideas you're confident will sell and want to play around with this business. The workaround requires a Shopify account, which is around $30 a month after a 14-day free trial that you can claim at SideHustleNation.com slash Shopify. Once that is set up, you'll want to install the T-Launch app. It's a print-on-demand t-shirt supplier with built-in Shopify integration. And the last piece of the puzzle is a professional-level Amazon seller account, the same that you might have if you're doing Amazon FBA, which is around $40 per month after a 30-day free trial. What this system allows you to do is to essentially have your own e-commerce store, but syndicate those listings to Amazon for maximum exposure and still not have to touch any inventory because T-Launch handles the printing and fulfillment for you. There's a really detailed write-up on nichepursuits.com on how to set this all up. I'll link to that in the show notes at sidehustlenation.com slash Elaine. With 6,000 different designs, i guessing I know the answer to this, but just curious, like once you upload a listing, do you do anything to market it? Maybe there's an 80-20, like, I swear this one is going to be really hot. Like I got to, you know, I got to get some eyeballs to it. Like, do you need to collect reviews for each shirt or are people like, yeah, it's a shirt. I'm sure it's going to fit fine. No, this is the crazy thing. It's all of my sales were from completely organic traffic. I never promoted them. I didn't do like Instagram or social media or anything like that literally i just put them up and that's it so yeah no it's crazy sorry what was there was a second part to the question which i've forgotten uh like collecting reviews oh, like reviews, oh, yeah. asking 
friends and family I'll go review my shirt or something like you know when I publish a book like if I don't have any reviews nobody's gonna buy the book so is it the same with t-shirts or is that not as big an issue it's crazy for merch t-shirts you do not need reviews I can't believe I actually said that from you know because I've done FBA for two years yeah. where it's all about reviews <laughs> so I that was the thing I, I uploaded and I was like really will these things work like there's no reviews and there's no way you can hustle to get reviews for 6,000 t-shirts like to kickstart yeah. them yeah it's, yeah, yeah. It's completely impossible. So yeah, the, the merch model is, okay, you have to have like quality t-shirts in terms of they appeal to different demographics. They're trending, they're what people love, what they're passionate about, they're seasonal. But at the same time, a lot of merch is about quantity. Yeah. Do they give you different t-shirt options in like, oh, this is the Hanes beefy tea, or this is like the American apparel, like tribe blend, <laughs> you know, because that's like, Again, when doing Teespring, it's like, I don't know what to pick on this. Like, I want I want something that, like, fits nice, you know? I have a hard time with that. Or is it just, like, across the board, these are the T-shirts that we have, like, a giant warehouse of, and this is what we're going to print you on? Yeah, no, again, it's really easy. They have only two different options, two different T-shirts. They've got a cheap one and they've got a slightly more expensive one. Most people do the cheap one, which is, is it Anvil it's called? American Apparel is the, the expensive one anyway. So most people do the cheap one, and it works perfectly. I actually ordered a couple of them. I think I've like five or six of them and they actually wear, they wear really well. They've, I've had them for like six months. They fit, the fit is really nice. The quality is good. They're not fading. So I'm very happy with them. Okay. That was, that was the other question. Like, do you have to order your own product to like show some sales history, show some sales momentum, (laughs) but it sounds like uh, at 6,000 products, definitely not. No, no, not at all. But like one thing is you are allowed to order your own products. So say, if you apply and you get your invite approved and you can upload 10 designs, it's going to be really hard to, to sell 10 T-shirts, which is what you need to do in order for Amazon to allow you to or to upload more designs. So if you've only got 10 T-shirts, it's really hard to actually make 10 sales because obviously you're starting off, you're not too sure what design types work, that kind of thing. So the easiest thing to do, and Amazon let you do this right now, is just to buy 10 of your own T-shirts. So make something that you like. <laughs> Okay. Outfit your softball team. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever works, you know, or if you've got a family vacation, you can all wear the same. Actually, I have to tell you a funny story. It was really bad. I ordered a couple of t-shirts and they were actually, they ended up, everybody in my family got a merch t-shirt for Christmas, but it was personalized (laughs) to them. They're like, uh, the t-shirt said, I love three things. And they were like, my wife, gardening and chocolate. (laughs) Okay. It was really bad. But yeah, that's, you know, you can buy t-shirts yourself and use them for gifts for birthdays, Christmas, whatever you want. Okay. And that's a business expense. Because you have to <laughs> buy it. Anyway. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. So when you when you get your account approved, they'll let you upload only 10 designs. And then you have to kind of prove that you can sell something and then they'll raise your limit. Yeah? Exactly. So they've changed the tiers a little bit. When I started... Initially, I could upload 25 and that was the limit. I couldn't upload any more. I had to have 25 sales, either all of one t-shirt or two of this t-shirt, three of that t-shirt. It didn't matter. So I had to get 25 sales. Once I got 25, then they gave me space so I could have a hundred different designs up there. So I think that's changed a little bit now. The first tier you're going to get is 10. So you can just upload 10 and you've got to get 10 sales. So the hardest part of the merch business is actually the beginning it's not hard to do technically. It doesn't take a lot of time to make 10 designs and upload them, but it's getting the first 10 sales 
you can wait like weeks or a month or two or, or more to try and get it. So it's really important at the beginning to try and get through those lower tiers as fast as possible. So figure out to sell as many t-shirts as you can initially for us to try and get past the 50, the 100 tier. Because once you get to 500, then things do start getting more interesting on a revenue front. Okay. So then it's kind of, I imagine it's an 80-20 of 20% of my designs are making 80% of my sales, probably even more extreme than that. That's similar to Fiverr, where it's like, okay, I need my first 10 sales so I can level up and then I can charge more, I can add extras and, and do sorts of fun stuff. So it sounds similar. Yeah, it is very similar. And it's really hard. Like, I still don't really know when I upload a design, if it's going to sell, if it's going to take off, what's going to happen. You're kind of just basically just uploading a ton of stuff, trying to follow the seasonal stuff, the trending stuff, what you think people really are passionate about or resonate with. And then it's really up to the, I don't know, the Amazon machine to see what they put in front of people and what people actually end up buying. Yeah. What's your time commitment in this business look like on a, on a weekly basis now? So I work probably under 10 hours a week. That would be a mixture of researching, like seeing if there's anything trending, coming up with new ideas. If I'm walking down the street and I see someone with a cool t-shirt, like I read everybody's t-shirt. <laughs> okay. I walk down the street and go, what? Hmm, do they really buy that? That's strange. I never thought someone would buy a t-shirt <laughs> like that. And then I'll go and Google it. So yeah, it's it kind of staying open to ideas. My VA does the uploading. So I'm really lucky he's been with me since the app business. So I trust okay, him. Well. The thing with merch is there's only one login to your account. Like you can't give someone a second login. So you have to really trust them. So he helps me with the uploading, which is a great kind of time saver. Okay. And then I have, yeah, I've one or two designers. So if I want to get some kind of more fancy designs done, I'll send them over a batch of 50 or 100 and they'll do them up for me. Pretty cool. Well, Elaine, this has been awesome. You can check her out at merchentrepreneur.com. I want to thank you for joining me. And I'm curious, like I could just upload design. Like, I mean, once you get in, it sounds like it's a, especially if you're not going after like the by the minute trending topic, like, yeah, this could be a, a new passive income stream. If you got something on the evergreen front that could sell over and over again without your direct involvement, again, tapping into the buy button marketplace that is Amazon, putting your products up for sale on on what is the world's largest store there. So in merchentrepreneur.com. Elaine, thank you so much for joining me. Let's wrap this thing up with your number one tip for Side Hustle Nation. So my number one tip is don't be dissuaded by the fact that you can't like, get started on merch today. So a couple of quick steps. Number one, go to merch.amazon.com. Sign up for merch. That's the most important thing because if you don't do that, you'll never get on merch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> never, ever. So from there, then you can yeah, start having a look at trending topics, register for Redbubble, register for Teespring, whatever photo program or photo editing program that you like to use. See if you can come up with some t-shirt designs, really simple ones, like literally they can just be text and start uploading them to Redbubble to see how you go. Actually, the size of the design size that you need for merch will actually work perfectly for both Teespring and Redbubble. So if you make it the merch size, which is the 4,500 by 5,400, 300 DPI transparent background. You can get that on merchentrepreneur.com as well. But if you make it that size as your original, they'll actually be perfect to upload to much once you get approved. So yeah, my one tip is sign up. <laughs> I promise you, you won't regret it. Go sign up today, make some designs, get started. I love it. Elaine, thanks so much. We'll catch up with you soon. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
All right, my top takeaways from this chat with Elaine. Number one, keep writing down ideas and adding designs. This sounds a little bit like a shotgun approach where you want to cast a wide net and see which handful of designs are really going to take off. But these designs are digital assets you can sell with no incremental cost. And that is a beautiful thing. Takeaway number two is to use a tool like MerchResearch.com to see what's already selling well in a particular niche and use those designs for inspiration or trying to improve upon them with your own unique style. Takeaway number three is to learn your way around some design software. Like, I have no idea how to work Photoshop, but have managed to get this thing done in PowerPoint. Bryn is using GIMP as a free Photoshop alternative, and we've also been using that WordSwag app that I mentioned. But knowing how to manipulate and edit graphics and fonts on your computer is going to make your life a lot easier in this side hustle. And one more thing I want to note, I, after applying at merch.amazon.com, I didn't get uh, an email saying that my application was approved or my invite had been received or anything. I just logged in one day and it was like, hey, no longer waiting for approval. It said upload your first design. So be sure to jump over to sidehustlenation.com slash Elaine to check out all the links and resources mentioned in this episode and to download the free PDF highlight reel with all of Elaine's top merch tips from this call. That's it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show where I get a crash course in the world of crowdfunding from someone who took their side hustle to a seven-figure business in under four years. I'll see you then. Hustle on. Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com.